Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Reading tonight from the book of Revelation, chapter 4. The book of Revelation, chapter 4. And I want to share with you about something God has laid upon my heart for this Sunday night that's very different. After these things, I looked, verse 1, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. The first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking to me, saying, Come up here. Everybody say those words. Come up here. And I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one who sat on the throne. He who sat there was like jasper, sardis, stone in appearance. There was a rainbow around the throne, and in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones, and the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. And they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightning, thunder, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were the four living creatures full of eyes in front of it and back. And the first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature was like the face of a man. And the fourth living creature was like the face, a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes round within. They do not rest day or night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. I want to keep reading. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him, who sit on the throne and worship him, whose lives, who lives forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord. You are worthy, O Lord. They're saying this in heaven. To receive glory and honor and power. You created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. I love that first verse. I heard a voice say, come up here. John was persecuted. He was alone. The church had been slaughtered. The New Testament church, the preachers killed. Most of the apostles had been martyred. Stoned, crucified upside down, torn to pieces. He was the only one who was not martyred. John, on the Isle of Patmos, was thrown into a pot of boiling oil. And when he did not die from it, they banished him to an island called Patmos. What John saw on earth was bad. But he said in the previous chapter, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And then he goes into the verse where he says, and I heard a voice say, come up here. If you had a bad day, if you had a bad week, if you had a bad month, if you've had a bad year, heaven says, come up here. 
and see things from my perspective. And he said, I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth. John said, everything looked different to me when I had heaven on my mind. When I lost my earthly view for a few moments, even though the problems and the pain was real that I was dealing with, the loss, the heartbreak, the severe trials that he was going through, he said, they're very real, but something happened to me when I, in my mind, went up to heaven. I want to preach for a few moments on I've got heaven on my mind. He said we are to comfort one another with the fact and we are to greatly rejoice because we need a heaven revelation. In this room are people who are stretched, who are strained emotionally, People who have been hounded with physical pain, harassed with financial difficulty. Under the sound of my voice right now are people who are humbled by domestic problems, disharmony in their life that is unbelievable. And Satan wants to keep our attention on our problems and not on the promises. We live shallow, earth-bound lives. We're preoccupied with what is passing, not with what is permanent. We keep our faces on the rocky path that is before us when there is a voice that is saying to us tonight, come up here. These, these tears will not last forever. There's something beyond this old world. Jesus put it this way in John 14 and verse 3. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again. And I will receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you will be also. John on the Isle of Patmos said, I looked and an open door in heaven is what I saw. And a voice said, come up here. Peer into the paradise of God. It's not heaven, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just a state of mind. He heaven is not a sentimental dream that you just start to think about when somebody you love dies. But heaven is a real place. As real as where we are right now, heaven is real. Or the Bible is a lie. The angelic benediction in Acts chapter 1 and verse 11 is Jesus is leaving planet earth on a cloudy elevator. An angel speaks up and says, why are you standing here gazing at him? This same Jesus, which is taken from you, shall so come again in like manner. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, 1 Thessalonians 4 said. And the dead in Christ shall be raised first. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the clouds. And we'll go home to be with the Lord forevermore. Wherefore, he, cl he closes it with a command, comfort one another with these words. I have come to comfort you tonight. Don't let the antagonist of your soul Take heaven off the table. 
1,865 times in the Old Testament, heaven is mentioned. 316 times in the New Testament, heaven is mentioned. That tells me we ought to be talking about it. We ought to be singing about it. We ought to be shouting about it. We ought to be testifying about it. We ought to greatly rejoice for the hope we have in heaven. We are, First Peter 1 and 4 said that you have an inheritance that fadeth not away reserved in heaven wherein you should greatly rejoice. If you don't have nothing on this earth, if you have Jesus... You have more than you can imagine. And the Bible said you are to greatly rejoice. Come on up here for just a few moments and see from heaven's perspective that it's going to be worth it all. Let's take a praise break and greatly rejoice that there's a land called heaven that has a capital city called New Jerusalem. Hallelujah. I want tonight to let hell know we still believe in heaven. I'm headed somewhere. Y'all won't know these songs because you're heathens. But if you were raised in the church, you know some old songs. We used to sing about heaven when I was a child. One of my favorite songs was what I got my title from tonight. Heaven on my mind. It's an old song. And here's how it goes. Well, I'm feeling mighty fine. We just had tambourines and stuff. Thank God no white person had it. They'd be offbeat the whole song. So don't try white people. But we'd sing this song. Well, I'm feeling mighty fine. I got heaven on my mind. Don't you know I want to go where the milk and honey flows. There's a light that always shines down inside this heart of mine. I've got heaven on my mind. And now I'm feeling mighty fine. That's how we sing. That's how we sing. And the altos will go, mighty fine. If you want to get to feeling mighty fine, get heaven on your mind. We're going to travel faster than the speed of light. If you travel at the speed of light to the planet Mercury, which is 70 million miles away, it'll take you four and a half minutes to get there. If you want to go to Jupiter at the speed of light, which to go to Jupiter 390 million miles away, it'll take you 35 minutes. If you want to go to Saturn at the speed of light, 186,000, I think it is, miles per hour, then it is going to take you one hour and ten minutes. If you want to go to Neptune or Pluto, they're billions of miles away. It's going to take several hours. But John said, immediately, I was in heaven. 
in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, we shall be changed. And we shall be in heaven just that quick. The Bible put it like this. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, blink, open your eyes, and we'll be there. It's not make-believe. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. This mortal shall put on immortality. This corruption shall put on incorruption. Death shall be swallowed up in victory. I don't know who you buried. I don't know who you've said farewell to. But I've got news for you. That death will be swallowed up in victory if they died trusting in Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58. Therefore, be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain for the Lord. We used to sing another song. Onward to the prize before us. Soon his beauty will behold. Soon those pearly gates will open. We will tread on streets of gold. When we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, I wasn't going to sing it that fast, but we'll sing and shout the victory. Y'all looking at me like, do you believe it? You don't know how to get off depression pills? Get heaven on your mind. You want to know how to get out of the mullet grubs? Get heaven on your mind. C.S. Lewis said, if you read history, quote, the Christians who did the most for the present world were the ones who thought the most of the next world. Their minds were occupied on heaven. He went on to say, when Christians cease to think of the other world, they become ineffective in this one. 1 John 3 and verse 2, it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him. And every man who has this hope in Him purifies himself. When we preach on heaven and the coming of the Lord and the rapture of the church, people begin to purify themselves because they don't want to miss it. Heaven is not a mere doctrine to be preached or a theory to be believed. Heaven is a mighty motive for the church to live pure. One writer wrote a song and said, I can only imagine what will my heart feel. Will I dance for you, Jesus, or will I in all just be still? Will I stand in your presence or to my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah or will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. 
In Revelation chapter 13, the Bible said that there are, there are three lies that Satan in the end time will project into the earth. The scripture said in Revelation 13 that he will slander God's name, his dwelling place, and those who live in heaven. Now listen to this. Our enemy slanders three things. God's person, God's people, and God's place, namely heaven. In other words, there will be a satanic attempt in the unseen world to wipe heaven off the table. So that people only live a gospel that is for me here and now. What God can do for me, the house on the hill, the BMW, this, that, and the other. And they will be so earthly minded that they never even think about eternal rewards. After forcibly being evicted from heaven... In Isaiah 14, Satan is bitter against God, against God's people, and against God's place, heaven. It must be maddening to him to think that we're entitled to the home he was kicked out of. If I were him, since he's been there and he knows how glorious heaven is, I'd try to take it off the table too. Satan hates the new heaven as much as, a, as much as a disposed dictator hates a new nation and a new government that is replacing him. Close your eyes right where you're sitting. Close your eyes. Envision the most beautiful place you've ever been. Complete with palm trees, raging rivers, jagged mountains, waterfalls, snowdrifts. Think of friends. Think of family members that you've lost who've gone on before you who love Jesus. Picture them walking with you together in this peaceful, beautiful place. All of you have powerful bodies, beautiful bodies, perfect bodies. You're laughing, you're playing, you're talking, you're reminiscing. And then suddenly you see someone with a big smile on his face coming toward you. It's Jesus. You fall on your knees and you worship him and he pulls you up and he embraces you. And he says, welcome home. Welcome home. Look at me just a moment. Revelation 21 says this. That in heaven there will be no funeral homes, no hospitals. No divorce courts, no bankruptcy, no teen suicide, no pornography, no cancer, no rape, no missing children, no drug problems, no mass shootings, no gangs, no harsh words, no depression, no child abuse, no wars, no emotional breakdowns, no murders, no tears, no trials, no trauma, no temptation. No sin, no worry, no gossip, no hurt feelings, no racial tension, no prejudice, no injustice, no misunderstanding, no bad habits, no door locks, no security systems, no accidents, no suffering, no separation, no starvation. There will only be 
everything that we need and so much more. I still believe in heaven and I have it on my mind and it causes me to want to say, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Somebody give God praise for just a moment. I'm almost done. But if you believe in heaven, rejoice greatly, the Bible said. I'm saying to you today that there'll be no diabetes. There'll be no cripples. There'll be no asthma victims wheezing for breath. There'll be no wheelchairs, ICUs. Behold, I make all things new. I'll have a new body. I'll have a new name. I'll have a new mansion. Next time you're discouraged, just ride over some rich section in Southern California with those houses hanging over the the beach and say, that's a dirt, pitiful shack compared to what my master builder, the carpenter's son, Jesus, is building for me. Now, folks, you either believe this stuff or you believe it's a bunch of nothing. I believe it, and I've got heaven on my mind, and I cannot be defeated now. I've come too far to quit now. Clap your hands and say, yes, I believe. Got a new body? Come on, how many of you are ready for a new body? You get 55, you're ready for a new one. New name, new mansion. God likes new stuff. New Jerusalem, new nature, going to drink new wine. I don't even drink down here, but I'm going to drink in heaven. Drink new wine. I got to get to heaven so I can drink. Amen. Therese, we can't do it down here, me and you. We got our little limits, you know. But when we get to heaven, we're going to be a bunch of Holy Ghost winos. I'm going to make up for it. Give me another. Will nobody be able to talk about me if I do? Hallelujah. I'm still in the book. (laughs) New body, new name, new mansion, new Jerusalem, new nature, new wine. Sing a new song. Sing a new song. Heaven has a full word song. Worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy. I don't know how many times God's so creative. He'll redo that over and over. One time it'll be a rap. And the next time it'll be a (laughs) worthy is the lamb. Like the hallelujah course. But whatever it is, it's got four words. Worthy is the lamb. There'll be no more sin. There'll be no more sorrow. We'll sing, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all... Where's all these old Baptists at? I hear you out there. When we all see Jesus, We'll sing and shout the victory.
What's heaven going to be like? The first day in heaven, God will wipe every tear from our eyes. <laughs> every tear. God, the Bible said, shall wipe every tear from our eye. He's going to give out the crowns. There are five crowns. <laughs> My daddy's got some of them. The crown of life. All of us will receive that one because of Jesus, not because of what you did. You didn't smoke and chew. You don't get it for that. Y'all don't even know what chew is. Georgia thing crown of life the crown of soul winning every time we win a soul every time you park the car that somebody got saved in you're going to get a crown every time you greeted, ushered worked, gave, kept babies changed diapers, whatever you do for the Lord you'll receive a soul winning crown there's the crown of the martyrs those precious saints today, 26 of them that were slaughtered while they were worshiping Jesus. One of them, a 14-year-old pastor's daughter of the church. She's going to receive the crown of the martyr. The crown of elders. I suppose I'm going to get one. I'm 55 and I'm headed that way. But I've been at it a long time. How many of you have been at it a long? How many of you have been on this journey? Long and winding road. Come on, raise your hand if you've been in it 20, 30 years. Let me see your hand. We salute you. We honor you. We thank God for you. And you're going to get a crown for elders, for people who just stuck it out. I could have quit. I could have left. I could have given up. I could have turned back to the world. But I thank God it's going to be worth it all. One of these days when I stand before the Lord on the sea of glass, that throne that has rainbows around it and elders are bowing down, he's going to say, Jensen Franklin, step up here. You never quit. You never gave up. You never turned back. You never looked back to the things of the world. Here's your crown, son. It'll be worth it all. The crown of victory. Those of you from the Dream Center, you're fighting that fight. That monkey's on your back. That, that addiction, that thing that, 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 that the world says it's no big deal. Just go back to it. But when you get the victory over it, there will be a crown of victory waiting for you in heaven. Hallelujah. Somebody greatly rejoice if you believe heaven is real. Oh. I'm almost done. They can come to the music. Hallelujah. It's a city, four square, 12 gates of solid pearl, 12 foundations of precious stone, streets made of fine spun gold. A river of life goes through the city. Mansions created by the architect of the ages. My mansion is there. Your mansion is there. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Heaven is a place of rest. No cell phones, no fax machines, no time clocks, no calendars, no more appointments. 
just guaranteed rest. We'll lay down by the river of life. Hear Isaiah teach. Hear Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tell their story. I'll grab my loved ones by the hand and we'll walk down those streets of gold and we'll remember a man named Jesus in a place called Calvary and what He did for us. And we won't just remember Him, we shall see Him. Can you imagine when your eyes catch His eyes and you see Him face to face? Heaven is a place of reunion. Here, our families are separated by sorrow, by death, by tragedy. But Ephesians 3 says the whole family of God is in heaven. When we all get to heaven, it's going to be a place where we recognize or know our loved ones. Will I know my loved ones? I tell you absolutely without question, the Bible is crystal clear. You will know them and they will know you. shall see Jesus as he is if you never feel appreciated if you never feel you get your due there's coming a glad day where if you have shunned the wrong and done the right and honored Jesus the best you could with your life going to hear him say behold I come quickly and my reward is with me and I shall give every man according to his works I'm saying to you tonight that your service to God determines your eternal reward and if ever there was a time when we needed to be sold out rapture ready heaven on our mind it's in this hour and it's in this day and what a reunion that's going to be huh what a reunion day that's going to be when we go sweeping through the gates stand to your feet all over this room Can you lift your hands high toward heaven for just a moment? And can you just praise God that your name is written? Jesus said, rejoice not that you cast out devils, heal the sick. He said, rejoice that your name is written in the the book of life. How many of you know your name is written in the book of life because you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and say, then raise that other hand and say, Lord, I rejoice greatly because I've got heaven on my mind right now. I've got heaven on my mind got heaven on my mind I wonder tonight I wonder tonight who I'm preaching to I wonder tonight who is hearing a clear gospel message your heart has been gripped with old fashioned conviction something in you says I'm hungry for heaven I want to be ready to go when the trumpet sounds I see all of these things from North Korea to to the crazy things that are going on all over the world and the prophecies are being fulfilled so quick I sense even in my state I sense 
there's something different. Signs of the times are everywhere. I need to be ready. I need to make my election sure. If you don't know you're ready to go to heaven, if you were to die tonight, if you were to have, while you're lying in bed, a massive heart attack or stroke and be thrust into eternity, are you ready to stand before the Lord? Because as beautiful and glorious as heaven is, the horrors of hell are the extreme opposite. And both are real places. Every head bowed, every eye Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are blessed.